Open the Word of God with me this morning to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And let's read some of the words of the first Baptist preacher in the world. Matthew 3. Verse 1 tells us, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, What's the R word of his ministry? Repent. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter 3. It tells us in these first six verses that uh, John the Baptist didn't exactly dress according to dress for success in verse 4, but he was successful. And it tells us in verse 5 that a great quantity of men went out to be baptized and women. It tells us in verse 6 that they were baptized in the Jordan River, in it, not at it, but in it, confessing their sins. But these are the three verses I want that come next. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits, meet for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Amen and amen. Amen. Jewish leaders showed their hypocrisy by coming out to stand around the Jordan River to see what John the Baptist was up to and what was happening to the citizens of Jerusalem and Judea. But they weren't interested in repenting or knowing God or seeking God or obeying God better. They were hypocrites. These Jewish leaders trusted Abraham and a good Baptist preacher is going to head off your thoughts and imaginations before you can even dwell on them. And so John the Baptist, knowing what they would be thinking, cut them off, headed them off, and said, who's warned you to come out here? They weren't out there from any warning. They weren't out there to repent. They were out there out of envy at the crowds that were following John the Baptist. Anything is better than preaching repentance. Anything. But what did John preach? Repentance. Instead of entertainment, instead of storytelling, instead of praise bands, the emphasis should be on preaching repentance. Anything sounds better to the average hearer, but not to this Baptist preacher. His first word was repent. And his warning to these Jews, even though they were religious leaders, was repentance. Faithful ministers allow no comfort. Faithful ministers warn about judgment. And John the Baptist did it. He immediately warned about judgment. He immediately mentions a warning. He immediately calls them vipers and tells them that they're there for the wrong reasons and that they should be bringing forth fruits, meat for repentance. He wouldn't accept just words. He was going to require a changed life, even out of them. What a great minister. The Lord Jesus Christ would say there was no man born of women greater than John the Baptist. Jesus said, John said, John said here in this ninth verse, while you're thinking inside that you have Abraham to your father, that you have a birth certificate that's going to get you into heaven, that you have a genealogical, biological relationship that will save you, 
God is able of these stones to raise up children to Abraham. He does not need you, and your birth certificate is worthless to him. If we're Abraham's children this morning by being the stones of God, hallelujah, I'll be a stone. He's changed us. He's made us the seed of Abraham. If we be God's stones, then hallelujah. We are truly Abraham's seed, as you read last evening. And we truly have Abraham's promises. The promises, the great four promises, the promises of the land, the promises of a seed like the stars of heaven, the promises of defeating all our enemies, and the promises of all the nations of the earth being blessed because we are a long way from Israel in the Middle East of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's time. Those four blessings, do we have a land? It's called a heavenly country waiting for us. Have we had all our enemies defeated? Yes, enemies like sin, death, hell, and devil. Is there a multitude in a seed? A multitude that no man can number. Are all the nations of the earth blessed? I've made full circle. Yes, because here we are in America, and all the nations of the earth have been blessed by free justification through Jesus Christ, apprehended by faith, which is what that great blessing was. And the New Testament tells us these things. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this truth. We are truly Abraham's seed. We are stones that God has turned into Abraham's seed, and we truly have Abraham's promises as our own to inherit those promises. Do we have Abraham's character? In John chapter 8, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I know that you're Abraham's seed, biologically. But if Abraham were your father, you wouldn't be trying to kill me. Do we have Abraham's character? Abraham is called the friend of God. He's called the father of the faithful. Are you full of faith like Abraham was? Are you willing to follow God wherever Whenever, however, he leads you, Abraham was. Abraham packed everything up and took his family on a 500-mile trip, not knowing where he was going. Are you willing to face your enemies with great courage? Abraham gathered his 318 trained servants and went after four kings of Mesopotamia that had come into the land of Canaan. And he wrought a great victory. He wasn't afraid of his enemies. Are you like Abraham? Do you have Abraham's character of courage? Are you willing to take less to have more? Abraham said to Lot, you you go ahead and choose whatever land you want. Abraham knew that God was with him. Lot picked the well-watered plains of the Jordan River that were very prosperous. Abraham ended up with the worst land of Canaan. Who got rich and who ended up bankrupt? Lot was bankrupt and Abraham was rich. Are you willing to take less to get more by seeking first the kingdom of God and trusting your relationship with God to outdo any relationship on earth or any other circumstances on earth? Are you willing to believe in hope against hope with the promises of God? Abraham was. God told him, you're going to have a son by Sarah. They were both reproductively dead, who against hope believed in hope that he might be the father of many nations. Are you willing to believe the promises of God even though they don't look like they could possibly come to pass? That's the faith of Abraham. We want the character of Abraham. Are you willing to offer your dearest to God? There's no one in here that had a son like Abraham had a son. No one. Not me, not you. 
That was his only begotten son born in his old age, Isaac, through Sarah, the promised son. Was he willing to take that lad, tie him, and put him on an altar and raise a knife and was going to kill him? Right. Are we willing to take the dearest things in our lives and sacrifice them for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ? Then we have the character of Abraham. Just five little points from his life. May the Lord bless us to be like Abraham in character. We are like Abraham in the promises of God, and we shall realize them sooner than you think. Because the Lord is on his way, and if he doesn't make it in time, then we'll make it to him in time. Let us pray. Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we come to thee in the name of the seed of Abraham, the seed of the woman, the son of David, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that we know thee as the Lord Jehovah, revealed more fully to Moses at the burning bush. We thank thee, Lord God Almighty, the Lord Jehovah, that thou art our Father, and that you have sent the Lord Jesus Christ, the seed of Abraham, to confirm all the promises made to the fathers that are now ours. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, for the promises of the land of heaven, for a multitude there that no man can number, for the defeat of all our enemies, and that we would be blessed even in another hemisphere through Abraham's seed, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank thee for the understanding of Galatians chapter 3 and 4. We thank thee for the understanding of Romans chapter 4. We thank thee for the understanding of John chapter 8 and Matthew chapter 3. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee and praise Thee that You would adopt us as Your children and that You would send the Lord Jesus Christ, our elder brother, to lay down His life for us, that we would not die in our sins, but that we would live forever. And we thank Thee for Your great blessings toward us. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Abraham and his faith and the example that he is, the father of the faithful and the friend of God. We want to be Your friends. We want to be faithful like he was. Stir us up by your spirit and your word. And by these two means this day, direct us into the paths of faithful Abraham that we might believe, that we might obey, that we might be courageous, and that we might be willing to sacrifice the things dearest to us to obey thee. Now, Heavenly Father, we have come into this place in the name of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to worship Thee, to hear Your Word preached, to pray, to sing, to fellowship with brethren, to provoke each other to love and to good works. Bless our efforts. Keep us in the due order that everything we say and do will be according to Your will for New Testament worship. We pray this for the churches and saints and servants around the world as has already been prayed this morning. Lord, be with us. We thank Thee for America. And we pray for her government from the highest to the lowest levels. Lord, be with them. We thank thee for every good thing that we enjoy each day that you have added on, piled on, multiplied to us abundantly on top of spiritual blessings that are unbelievable, unspeakable, unsearchable. We thank thee for all this. Yes. Heavenly Father, be with us now. Empower us by your Spirit. For we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.